what's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Hey, and good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Jeff Bell. California's latest moratorium on evictions during the pandemic expires Thursday, but lawmakers have struck a deal to extend it. The new plan has already passed the Assembly and is expected to win approval from the state Senate by Thursday. Now, under this bill, the moratorium will be extended another three months, sparing hundreds of thousands of Californians from being forced out of their rental homes and apartments at least until June 30th. But there's a big wrinkle here. Only those who apply for rent relief from the state by this Thursday will be protected. So if you've got your paperwork in the pipeline, you're still waiting for your money from the state, you're okay. If you apply in the next few days, you're okay. But if you don't know about that program or you don't file an application for assistance by Thursday, you're out of luck. And starting Friday, your landlord uh, can, can evict you for not paying rent. So it's a mixed bag for tenants. And it's likely we will start seeing the eviction process resume for, for many Californians after this week, Jeff and Patty. So, Doug, how would you characterize the, uh, the overall state of this rental assistance program? Does it seem to be working? Uh, yes and no. I mean, on the one hand, yes, uh, a lot of people have gotten money. But no, in, in that it takes the state time to send out the money. And they've only given out about half the money that California has to fewer than half the people who have applied. And typically the delays are something like three months. So if you you know, applied last October, November, you may not have your rent money coming in yet. And that's why you're up against this deadline. I believe last check I saw it was 214,000 or so Californians have received their money about two and a half billion dollars, but there's more than five and a half billion sitting in that kitty. So there, there's actually just as many people still waiting. And hence the, the urgency to pass some sort of extension so that at least people who've already, you know, put, put in their paperwork and are waiting for the money won't be penalized because it's the state's fault for not getting it to them on time. You know, when state legislators voted last June to extend this thing again, they said third time's the charm. I mean, do you see them just continuing to pump this? Well, that's hard to say. You know, on the one hand, no, because this one is different. The other extensions were extensions on the moratorium. This one is only an extension for people who are already in the pipeline with this rental assistance program. So in theory, uh, you know, they're giving it three more months, which is how long the backlog has been. In theory, three months from now, everybody who has applied will have their money, and anyone who has it will be out of luck. Now, we will see if, in fact, there are still you know 50,000 people waiting for their checks or whatever it is. Three months from now, maybe they'll extend that again. It's hard to imagine them extending the overall moratorium, though, um, for people who, who never even applied for this assistance in the first place and giving them more time when they have not extended the deadline for that application process now. So maybe there'll be a fourth time to make it even more charming, but I think they're really hoping, especially with the with the pandemic waning, um, that the third time will be the charm. So this extension passed the Assembly almost unanimously, as you mentioned in your lead, and the prospects are good for it in the Senate. What about Governor Newsom? Has he shown his cards on this? Uh, as with most things, he hasn't said that he'll sign it, but he has very much shown his support for it. He's talked about um, his that he's in favor of, of an extension of doing whatever can be done to protect people. He doesn't want to see a couple hundred thousand people evicted, maybe more uh, during an election year, especially. But yeah, I mean, he's been compassionate about this and saying that we, we've got to do what we can to protect these people. So uh, while he's not said, yes, I will sign this bill, it seems pretty clear it's going to pass. It passed, you know, overwhelmingly in the assembly, likely will do something very similar in the Senate by Thursday. 
Uh, there you got uh, some preliminary votes before that. And then it would go to the governor's desk. And I would assume this will be like that that Cal bill, the um, UC bill on the CEQA, uh, the environmental protection law a couple weeks ago, where it all happens very quickly. This might pass Thursday. The governor will probably sign it that evening so that it's in place before the deadline expires at midnight. Doug, what do California landlords have to say about all this, that the people that own and manage the properties? Well, it's interesting. A lot of them are not happy, obviously. You know, this is not the first time the state has extended the moratorium, as you said, and that means there are people who haven't paid them their rent in two years, and in some cases they're getting it from the state now. But um, the landlords, it's interesting because they're, the, their big organization, the Apartment Association, big lobbyist in Sacramento, they've remained neutral on the bill, partly because they got some of what they wanted written into it. But the California Rental Housing Association, which is another big landlords group, um, they're, they're very much opposed. They literally came out and said, look, enough is enough. This is unfair to landlords. We have mortgages to pay. We're going to lose our properties if people don't pay us. And so they were very much upset about this. But the other organization, they got some protections written into it. There, there have been a number of local anti-eviction measures that have passed in places like San Francisco, Alameda County, Los Angeles. And in this new bill, it says that a lot of these local measures cannot take effect during this extended moratorium and nobody can pass any new ones. So um, the other local protections that were put in place just because it looked like this deadline was going to expire are now put on hold. So because of that, the Apartment Association, a lot of landlords belong to that, uh, didn't come out for or against it. They're going to live with it for the next three months at least and then see what, what happens after that. Doug, is anyone looking at, at springboarding from this to some something longer term in terms of legislation or does that come later? I mean, obviously not just extending uh, moratoriums, but just adjustments to the way all this works. Yeah, and that's part of what's been happening uh, at the local level, and there's some a move at the state level um, to put some new measures in place, to, to offer more protections, to uh, keep people from being forced out on the street. Obviously, we have a horrible homeless situation, and that's one of the reasons why, um, for economic reasons, people lose their homes and are out on the street. So, yes, but because of this new bill, there's not going to be anything done in the next three months because they can't under the terms of this bill. But, yeah, I would expect there will be something in place, uh, at least at the local level, other protections. In San Francisco, the mayor you know, signed something recently to put more protections in place. Um, those are on hold for now. But uh, I, I do think there will be more. But, again, you know, the landlords tend to oppose those. They negotiate. They try to get some protections for them in there. And there is, in the end, you know, it is true that if someone doesn't pay their rent, I mean, someone's got to eat that money. And so there's an impact on landlords. So it's a pretty touchy issue. Doug, this all got me thinking about the notion of COVID pandemic relief measures, either on a statewide basis or county by county, because there is definitely a discussion going on at different levels of there's no longer an emergency, right? Whatever metrics you use in terms of justifying any type of aid, the numbers have gotten a little bit better. Actually, they've gotten a lot better. So how long do you keep helping people out? Yeah, look, it's been more than two years, right? California's gotten billions of dollars, as have other states. There's still a lot of money sitting there that's being used for different things. The schools are using it. They're using, you know, more than $5 billion for this uh, eviction program. But at some point, and then that's the fight in Washington, the Republicans saying, you know, enough already. Well, why do we keep giving money to this? At some point, you have to say, all right, the pandemic is over. Uh, and we can't keep using that as an excuse to fund programs and send relief, all these emergency measures, and there's been so much money, right? And the president has a new budget, which is cutting spending a little bit. But um, you're right, Patty, at some point, either you come up with something else to call it to still send emergency relief. First, we had the pandemic relief. You know, we've had economic relief. We've had recession relief. 
at some point you hope the economy becomes robust enough that you really can't be sending relief anymore. You either have to put in place something permanent or you call it something else or these programs dry up. And I, I think most people would take the trade-off of, yes, the pandemic's over. We don't need emergency relief anymore because uh, that would mean we're in a better place. But, um, you know, there are those who favor strong social safety net protections on maybe under some other name. We'll have to see what the future holds. All right, Doug, we know you're following this closely and we'll keep us posted. Thank you so much. We'll talk again tomorrow. The state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app. And wherever you get your podcasts, you can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS.